it's a little stock. Base all, take one. It's a big old fat motherfucker called. Blazing buzzard buttons. Big rigor inspection, spatial. Under my feet. Huh? Look, the biggest heavy band of all time. I wouldn't ask you to do a drum roll if your arm fell off. There was an incident with uh, the pyrotechnics. Hey, Kirk! Squillions of dollars and squillions of people. How the fuck are you, Lars? Piddly wants and wills and needs. Lars Ulrich, drums and bongs. What the fuck does that mean anyway? I hate that fucking camera, man. Well, since we started. I'm talking about like a fucking live gig. You see this for, right? What really gets my dick hard? Mommy? Hi, this is Chloe Trujillo and you're listening to End Podcast for All. Welcome back to the podcast, for all. I'm Shane Obershaw. And I'm Jeff Winslow. Season 9-er, episode 13. Dude, we're closing in on season 10. What the hell happened? I don't know, but I think once you hit double digits, you can just retire. That's the side of making it. It's like Ricky, Trailer Park Boys. 38 grand in unmarked bills. I'm ready to retire, boys. <laughs> Sign me up. We're out of here. <laughs> oh, Jeff, I don't know who's telling the truth. I mean, last week I said I was the alpha male, but now Ron is speaking up. We have a Ronnie situation going on here. Dude, Dave, get over it. Do you need to make this drama yearly for yourself so you're in the headlines? I mean, why are you still talking about this? It's the same reason all of these fighters that I follow keep bringing up Conor McGregor. Even though he's out, he broke his leg, this and that, he's recovering, people still call him out. They want to stay relevant. It's no different than Dave bringing Metallica into the equation. I was the alpha male. I always dealt with the promoters and gathering the money. I think that's what happened. Well, Dave did do a lot of drugs. I don't see him being the businessman of the band ever, but I could see to a certain extent the the alpha male. You know, I did read Dave's book, and he's a bit of a scrapper. He's also known to be a little bit more of a, a fighter. He did some martial arts and stuff like that. So, you know, to a certain extent, I could maybe see that aspect, but definitely not band leader. I did business and collect money, and I don't see that happening. I believe Lars did all that, and Lars still yes. does all that. Yes. Yes, I would agree. I just don't know who's telling the truth. Well, you know, maybe we should let the people decide. We're two minutes into this episode, and I say we just jump right into our <laughs> voting for all, and let's let the people decide. After all these years, who's telling the truth? Is it Dave or is it Ronnie? Maybe Ron, you know, contacted someone to get his name in the press that he usually does once a year. So I don't know about this. It's, this could be a 50-50. It could because maybe Ron's trying to stay a little bit relevant, knows that like, hey, you know, not really one of the boys anymore, but I kind of am as long as I still, you know, keep my name in, in the mix. Ah, and voting for all. Polls open Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> and voting for all. I can't even do it. 
pulls up an early Thursday, closing late Thursday night with results on Friday. Hopefully, I'm still in the headlines next week. Hopefully, I'm still the real me. <laughs> you know what? Let's we'll just double down and say fuck Ron and Dave. Let's ask Lloyd what happened. I think you're onto something, Lloyd. Lloyd would be. He's got no reason to bullshit. He'd have the true story. Lloyd, if you're listening, you're more than welcome anytime. Give us a ring. Come give us the truth. We don't want any of that hashtag fake news shit. Hey, speaking of polls, I kind of went behind your back and made our own poll for last week's amazing Seattle 89 episode that caught everyone by surprise. Nobody knew it was coming, including us. Including us. (laughs) That's what was fun about it. We hung on that for so long. Honestly, and you can back me up, we weren't sure if we were going to release that due to the length and some of the quality, but it turned out to be a home run. Yeah, I didn't know if we were we were ever going to do that. That was close to a year oh, ago. It was over a year. It. It, it just worked out. And just think, and I had this little prediction that you didn't think would ever happen. That is true. I forgot about that. <laughs> Eddie Munson closing the show. Good old Edward. Puppets in Seattle comes right after the bass solo and then fade. Which, if you think of that today, that's just fucking weird. But that's that's all. It's awesome. It's awesome. awesome. (laughs) And you're like, can you imagine someday if they will close with puppets? And I'm like, dude, that'll never happen. And what do you know? We've had a nice handful of shows. So I went behind your back. Uh, by the way, the feedback we got from last week's Seattle 89 commentary off the charts, almost too many emails and messages to respond to. Thank you, everyone. And then I put up a poll, best justice song on Seattle 89. Four choices, obviously, Blacken, Justice, One, and Harvester. What is your vote off of the Seattle footage for those four songs, Mr. Winslow? I'm going to have to go Blacken, even though Justice is my favorite song, and I absolutely love the live version of it. There's just something about the way that concert opens up with Black and the lighting, the head banging, the fucking the fact that they do the full version of the song. True. No edited, you know, like it was is raw and is in their prime with that song as it could have ever been. And yeah, I definitely got to pick Black and well, you and 53 (laughs) percent, you are part of the 53 percent that uh, said the same thing. Surprisingly, yeah, I mean, one only got seven percent. Good. I'm glad that <laughs> I'm glad that Injustice for All was at least in second place because that would have definitely been my second choice. Very, very close second. Black at fifty three, Justice twenty seven, Harvester thirteen, one at seven. I don't even think one and Harvest can even compare no to Justice and Black and when it comes to that concert. I mean, they're good, but compared to those two and the banter that goes along before justice into a tape banter <laughs> tape let's go blah 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 and justice for all yep <laughs> i was also happy that i played with these options because for the uh first time i realized you can have up to four votes when you post a poll on the old ig on the old world wide web well don't get fucking scared now here people not every vote is going to be four choices we know that's a lot it's a big number That's to true. count to. Just to let you know, I voted for Blackened as well, based off of many reasons <laughs> that you just listed. That, that doesn't surprise me. The tempo, thought... that being an opener, the energy, 
the simple purple can light bef- behind Hetfield as he starts that riff. Iconic. I'm surprised you. I'm surprised you didn't put bread fan in there just because. I thought just because. It. If you think about it, bread fan was technically in the Justice era, so maybe next time I'll throw B side. Yeah. Yes, sir. I knew that would have pissed you off too much, so you wouldn't have voted. So I decided to leave that out. Just get it out of there. A lot of comments from people that actually threw on their own DVD and synced it up and watched it as they listened to you and I talk for two hours <laughs> and 41 minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, well, good for them. They deserve a golf clap. I'm in the bunker, so I can't clap. Oh, there we go. Just a little thud, thud. I'm in Memphis. I was almost late to signing on to this party because I thought I was East Coast time, and then you texted me, and I went, oh, shit, I, I am in the uh, central zone. And you know what's funny about that? I was texting you to let you know that I was going to be late. <laughs> it doesn't then, happen often. <laughs> no, and then and then you text me back, and you're like, oh, yeah, by the way, I forgot what time zone I was in. Give me a few minutes. <laughs> I don't know where I'm at. I got to send you the link. And here we are, episode 13 and season 9. Man, as we move on to season 10, you know, I think we're going to have some cool things to talk about. You know, there's there's some good concerts coming up. Uh, Global Citizen coming up in New York and then All Within My Hands in December. Yep. I think there's going to be, I think there's going to be, there's going to be some rare songs brought out because it seems like every time they do these All Within My Hands shows, you know, they're acoustic, they decide to... They they decide to change things up a little bit. I hope they don't just stick with the same set. I hope they do something different and kind of goofy like they did with Disposable. Take a different song and do that same kind of vibe too. So you were digging last year when they're on HQ and all of a sudden we heard Wasting My Hate. Yeah. But that was, I I take that back. That was not acoustic. No, but I know what you meant. I just don't want to hear The Unforgiven again and All Within My Hands again. I'll be fine with hearing all within my hand. They're going to have to play all within my hands. No, you don't. No, you don't. How do you not play that at that? You don't need to. That's like saying one, the only tribute to Metallica has to play one. And (laughs) a few times we've skipped it and that's been okay. There has been a few times. Yes. The acoustic song that I have never dug disposable heroes. Yeah, I, it wasn't really, it was kind of like Black in 2020. It was one of those things where I'm not really a big fan of it. I can appreciate what they're trying to do there, but just not my mm-hmm. cup of tea. I'd like to see them bring Helpless back acoustic. I'd be down for that. That'd be cool. I would be really down for that over disposable any day. Oh, definitely over disposable, without a doubt. Low man's motor breath, like in the late 90s, bring that back. Yeah, if you're not going to add new songs that you haven't done before... Bring back some of the ones that you used to do acoustically. That'd be fun. I should say I don't like the guitar part that they made for Disposable. I like I, I like how he sings. Well, it's such a riffing song, and then they turn it into this. They give it like a shuffle feel. I don't like the shuffle on Disposable. But but the way he says "barking of machine gun fire" is smooth. Yeah, like how he the lyrics fit the. The riffing does not fit, sorry. If they're going to do acoustic shows, they need to just stick to 
do like your Seattle load 89. and reload songs. <laughs> but do like the load and the reload songs, you know, keep it ballady. Don't try and turn, you know, the shortest straw into an acoustic ballad. Not only that, not that not that James is a bad singer by any means, but he's a metal singer. He's not like a quote unquote singer singer. So when you start doing these weird melody lines and you start having to do things that are a little bit more than, yeah, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel like it pushes the boundaries of, I don't want to say his capabilities, but what sounds proper or good. You know, I'm not trying to shit on it by any means, but sometimes, sometimes it gets a little bit dicey. That's why you stick with Seattle 89 and you go justice one creep little wing into battery. (laughs) Little Wing. Now there's a jam they need to bring back. If anything, right. I want to see I want to see Rob and Kirk do the Little Wing doodle when they're up there doing their little duet. Little Wing duet on two Martins. Yeah, can we get can we get a Little Wing duet or uh, a Deep Purple? And then it goes Caress Evil Whiplash Bread Fan. Thank you. Good night and thanks for uh, contributing to this amazing charity. Drive home safely. So just play Seattle '89, but all acoustic. And it has to be except those, for it has to be at those tempos too, right? And I don't want black in twenty twenty. I want straight riffing on the acoustic. <laughs> and as everyone's dressed nicely, sitting in this nice theater in L.A., bet you had some nice. <laughs> bet you had some nice hot beers out in the car, huh? Right, <laughs> sluts, fag, puss. Your mama. Your mama. <laughs> Your mama. <laughs> I'm sure that'll go over well at a charity event. Dude, I need to back up. Since you kicked off the show within voting for all, I have a another this happens to be a weekly occurrence. Free speech for the dumb, dumbest thing I've seen this past week. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm buckled in. And for some reason, this band seems to be a toxic topic. Seems to be a topic of our conversations a lot lately. Mm, I know where this is going. Oh, you don't. You don't. Oh, I don't. <laughs> A drummer in his mid-50s is now a member of the OnlyFans website, a.k.a. Oh, Tommy man. Lee and the crew. I'm going to no, take the crew out of this, just Tommy Lee. They don't, yeah, they, don't, they don't deserve to get shit on. It's fucking Tommy that's doing this. Yeah, don't associate poor Mick with all that bullshit. <laughs> Bullish. Bullish. Mick's just trying to die in peace here. <laughs> I feel sorry for him because he's, you know, he's roped in with this ridiculous stunt that this man in his 50s is now doing yeah it's it's a bit weird because only fans is for you know girls in their 20s well not girls girls and guys but majority let's be real majority of people on only fans are younger women and now we've got grandpa tommy joining joining the conversation he joined the chat room here grandpa tommy with his 11 inch broomstick yeah, he said, watch out, I'm coming on in like a witch on a broomstick. Now, can anyone join OnlyFans? Yeah, you could join OnlyFans. Be, and, and podcast for all of OnlyFans. Apfa, heavy metal pilot. 
<laughs> that'll be that'll be the name of your OnlyFans account. <laughs> Appa slash one slash A three hundred driver. Right. <laughs> driver. Bus driver. Like I drive I drive buses. Air buses. Yeah. <laughs> Technically I do, so it would count. I drive. It just sounds funny. So so Technically, anyone can go on there and make an account and say, follow me, click on me, or you have to pay to watch me. Is that how it works? I honestly don't I, know. I, I'm not super familiar with it, but I'm pretty sure it's something along the lines of like, yeah, it's like a paid subscription thing. And then you get access to their content that they post, some shit like that. You know, I don't... I don't get why people are so into the whole OnlyFans thing. It's like, if you're going to go out there and do that, then I don't, I don't get it. I just, there's, I guess I don't, I really don't get it. There's plenty of free porn out there. So why am I paying to watch Tommy Lee? Well, and that's another thing that is we've there's, all seen for the you're last hear, years. You're going to hear the argument from people. Oh, well, there's like content creators that are out there that don't use OnlyFans just for like, you know, naked people and porn and this and that it's like so then why the fuck is anyone gonna pay right to just like see pictures of you being modeled or whatever it is or i, I don't know it just blows my mind i agree and i've already seen it uh 25 years ago i i had the pam and tommy vhs by the way vhs you know that's like ancient please, shit now please be kind jeff rewind i love that movie be kind rewind um what was I going to say? You know, my oldest daughter, she asked me the other day, she goes, so what was life like in the ancient 1990s? Ancient. I'm like, I'm like, oh boy, I'm starting to get there, aren't I? <laughs> ancient ruins of the 19th century. <laughs> I'm like, do you know what video cassette tape is? And she said? No, she didn't, she didn't know. Do you have she any VHSs know- or cassettes in your home or no? Uh, up at the cabin. She's like, what the fuck are these? I don't have VHSs at the home, but we got DVDs, and I feel like even that's like, a, like, whoa, what the fuck is this? True. We str- we true. stream around here. We don't put these little round discs into anything. I mean, look at both our Xboxes don't even have disc trays. That's true. <laughs> what happened? I like it, what though. The, what the hell happened? I like being able to buy everything digitally. It feels a little bit more risque, a little bit more dicey. Before I forget, uh, people want more commentary, and a few suggestions came in for Cunning Stunts and Moscow 91. Your thoughts? I'd like to do either one of them, but I would probably say we'd do Moscow. Because not that I – it's kind of – it's tough to commentate after two hours of watching something. You're like, all right, well. Seattle was a challenge, but it turned out to be a gem. Seattle was great up until the end where I felt like not that we were struggling by any means, but it was starting to get to the point at the end where it's like, fuck, like we've been we've been chit chatting for a decent amount of time. Right. I know Mike Mueller, that's just warming up for him, you know, and getting his Guinness Book of World Record going. But <laughs> two forty one, that's just getting warmed up for that forty four hours day. That's yeah, that's just warming up. But man, Jeff, after hit pause on Whiplash, I got to get back to the factory. <laughs> gotta run and get me a mccafe i love that man we we love oh, you on afa we love you mikey <laughs> we also love larry levine that's uh mikey part two yeah my, mikey <laughs> i just i texted you this week i have a co-worker's name who is mike walls you call him mikey 
I don't know who he is. I've just seen him in passing, and his name is Mike uh, Walsh. Do you know how many Goonies quotes were going through my head when I saw his name? I think you need to get a shirt that has a picture of Sean Astin's face when he was Mikey, <laughs> and just and just wear it in front of him. Just be like, hey. Just wear it around the crew area where there's like 100 of us before we head out to our airplanes at night. From now on, Shane is only going to wear Goonies shirts to work. To work. <laughs> I'm a brand new hire. I'm technically on probation for the first year, and I'm going to start wearing that to work. They're going to say, no, you need to wear the required <laughs> uniform. And he's like, nah. He's like, Goonies uniform, tomato, tomato, same thing. I'm sure that'll what, go over well. What are you doing? It took him 364 Lawnmower jobs to buy that bike. It's his most prized possession. Now it's his most flattest possession. <laughs> it's his flattest possession. <laughs> oh, man. 263 Lawnmower jobs. I think it's 263. I quoted that wrong, but I think that's the number. Yeah, close enough. Close Cunning enough. stunts or Moscow? Next commentary. Let's just tell the people now it's coming. Moscow. Moscow, we having some fun today? Dun, 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 dun. Moscow, we having some fun today? And plus, there's there's plenty to talk about with that because everybody knows it. I'm not saying everybody doesn't know Cunning, but not everybody knows Cunning. Look at our bass player. That's true. Has, I, he's like cunning stunts. I thought it was stunning cunts. Remember when we recreated that show at Trees in Dallas about five or six years ago? Yes. I said, Pizzle, you need to play that doodle note for note because that's a big part of that DVD. And he's like, bum, I have to watch bum, it. Dear. Oh, not that doodle. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one before Fade. <laughs> but dun, dun, dun. That one. Dun, dun, yeah, dun, dun, doesn't dun. even really sound like anything. <laughs> he was just feeling out the Sadowskis, bro. He was like, this is where it's at. Maple that, boards. That orange Sadowski, even though it's got a maple neck with dots, I dig that guitar. Sorry, <sighs> bass. Ah, it's a bass guitar. A bass guitar. A bass. I do dig that. And it's also the one he plays the first doodle into My Friend of Misery with. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like that one. No, Cunning would be easy for me because I arguably know that one the best. And I think Moscow would be fun. You and I know Cunning so well, we wouldn't even have to watch it. We would just play it in our heads and be like, oh, look at this. Yeah, didn't you guys know me and Shane are watching Cunning right now? We <laughs> we just watch it in our heads. We don't even need to hit play. I got that one. I put my hand up. Yeah, that's at the one hour and 49 minute 31 <laughs> second mark. <laughs> I don't know, Christmas time or some shit. <laughs> That's when the cunning episode will come out. <laughs> yeah, hopefully Christmas time or some shit. I'm talking like regular Fort Worth loud. You with me? All right, Moscow coming to a commentary episode near you. That means Maybe I have to we... fly to Minneapolis and go to your living room and press play and actually pull that off soon. Man, I I want to come to your living room. It's going to be a little here. bit it's going to be a little bit warmer in your neck of the woods. Oh, Jeff, I have an idea. We'll do it at your wedding reception. Amanda, I, oh, need, to bar- I need to borrow your new man for the next two hours. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that, that'll work well. <laughs> if any of you would like to join the Moscow commentary, November 11th, Hilton Head Island. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's November 12th, everyone. It's actually yeah, it's, October. It's, it's on a Sunday now. It's October 32nd. <laughs> I'm busy that day. Right. <laughs> Let it be written. Let it be done. That sounds like a new segment. It will be Moscow. Speaking of new segments, not I don't want to say new segments, but 
I'm thinking of you know renaming these episodes where we don't have a guest. I'm gonna we're gonna rename them. It's gonna be Rebel of Babel on. Whoo! Wow, that just that was just totally off the cuff, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Rebel of Babylon, part thirty. Babel on. Yep. <laughs> I like that. I like this. I like it. I like not having guests on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it's nice doing this during the daytime when I'm not tired. Just think, I'm on call right now in the bunker. I'm getting paid to record this episode with you. Oh, you should be getting paid. I should be getting paid, too. I think when we watch Moscow, I'm going to have you count every head in the crowd and see what the actual attendance was. I'm already going to start. I got it. It's going to be that view during Sandman where it's behind largest kid, and you can see most of the people. (laughs) So we'll just hit pause and you'll go one, two, three, four, all the way up to a million. <laughs> Insert the the SpongeBob voice twenty hours later, <laughs> and I'm still counting. <laughs> Was it you? I think I texted you and Bill a video of a guy on YouTube that actually records himself counting to fifty thousand. Yes. <laughs> like what the fuck. <laughs> Of course, I fast forward it just to see if he was. I wasn't gonna. I couldn't sit there and watch the whole thing. <laughs> that should be the free speech for the dumb moment. But when someone actually sent me this and said, "Click on it," I'm not gonna lie. I actually watched parts of it for five minutes. Oh my god! Just, to just make one, sure it was two, real. three, four, <laughs> fucking ten minutes later, dude, fifteen thousand. <laughs> I was like, in the number of views that this guy had was absolutely out of this world i'm like this shit exists that people actually click on including myself yeah that shit and I, now i'm feeling another <sighs> in voting for all segment like i wish we would have done what was the dumber thing so, or you know someone tommy yeah tommy or fucking counting to fifty thousand. <laughs> good lord what people will do you know back to motley crew real quick it's actually funny so a few months back i told you i'd gone to see you know, Godsmack asking Alexandria and Wage War and all of them. Yep. And there was a big pay-per-view fight that night. So I was watching the concert and watching the fight on my phone. And obviously I've, some people have made fun of me for that. You know, like how you were watching, like, really you're at a Wait concert. A you're, you're at Target Center watching Godsmack and you were watching a fight on your phone. Yep. I was, I had the, I spent $75 <sighs> on a pay-per-view God, to watch it on my phone and watch the concert. So here the whole time I was just, thinking, I just got back from Pittsburgh from that snake pit show. And I said, people put your fucking phones down. And then you went and did that. I did that before that. That show was before. <sighs> Very disappointed in you. I know it was a Very great time. Disappointed. In you. It was a great time. Anyways, what's funny is so last weekend's UFC pay-per-view, long story short, a bunch of the fighters, they all got mixed around of who they were fighting the day before. Mm-hmm. So Nate Diaz, he's a legend in the UFC, he went and saw Motley Crue because they were in Vegas that night. Mm-hmm. And he was there. And what was he doing? Because he had to prepare for this guy the next day. He was sitting there watching fights at the Motley Crue show on the floor, too, nonetheless. Come on. And he's, sit- and he's sitting there watching a fight as Crue's fucking playing, like, Primal Scream or some shit. <laughs> That's your boys, dude. <laughs> I was like, here I thought I was the only one. I know I shocked you a few weeks ago before our Seattle before our Seattle eighty nine episode. I was watching that fight that was going down in Paris. 
Yes, the Paris one, Cyril Gaon and Tai Tuivasa. That was yep. the first ever event in Paris. It's I was a pretty big I deal. I was at the neighbors, and they were having a little shindig get-together, and I'm like, I bet I'm going to text Jeff right now because I know what he's doing. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty set in stone that, that most was, That one ended pretty enough. well. It, it was, yeah. That was the fucking blow that uh, made the night a little shorter than we thought. Yep, 100%. <sighs> Third round, it was it was nasty. And those are the heavyweights, so you know when you're getting hit by a dude that weighs 240, 250 pounds, that ain't feeling good. <laughs> if you want heavy, I'm your fucking guy. I'm your fucking guy. I have a question for you. In your opinion, since we haven't mm-hmm. talked for two weeks, it was Death Magnetic and, and Justice for All's birthday. I love oh, how, But I, was it actually? <laughs> <laughs> I love how the internet... Including all the you know sites that have even reported on you and I are now making discussions. When's the actual date? We are hard up for a headline. We're just like Dave Mustaine, and we need to be in the spotlight. We don't know when Injustice Birthday is, so we have nothing else to talk about. Everybody's using Metallica to stay relevant, and what's funny is Metallica. You would think that Metallica would be, you know, statistically and theoretically. Metallica should be the ones trying to keep themselves relevant. No, it's everyone else trying to keep themselves relevant. Off of Metallica. Yeah, they thrive off them. <laughs> oh, it's great. Any Metallica headline is instant clickbait. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Death Magnetic, was... 14 years old. We're that time. Yeah. I-, I still feel like that's a new album. Yes. I still feel like it's a new album. The Pussy it, Album. It, it, it absolutely baffles me to think that next year it baffles is years you for sane anger. It baffles you while you babble on. Why I babble on, because I'm a rebel of... Yeah, 20 years of uh, angry coming up, so where's the box set? 20 years? Like, what the fuck? Where's my Phil Toll post-it notes? I, dude, I was actually in San Francisco this week and reached out to Phil, by the way. Oh, did you drop off my uh, business plan to him? I tried, but he was not in town. Oh, for whom the sweater tolls. Yeah, I still think Magnetic is... Oh, that came out like, you know, a year and a half ago. Yeah, no, Magnetic is still the new record, and then... And Hardwired just came out. Yeah, Hardwired just came out last year. Hot new metal album. And Hardwired's already the past. What do you think their next album is going to be called? Let's brainstorm a little bit. The Last Dinner. The, 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 the Last, last Supper. supper. Yeah, the Last Supper. <laughs> supper. <laughs> As we sit here right now, right now, on the spot, you don't even know what's coming... This very second, right now, your favorite song on Death Magnetic. My favorite song on Death Magnetic? Right now. Uh, that was Just Your Life. That's an acceptable answer. This wasn't a quiz. I was just going to say, if you said something dumb, I'd say, let's try again. Oh, you mean like if I said the Judas Kiss? <laughs> Correct. Or if I said My Apocalypse? Uh, I'd accept yeah, that. But no. Judas is no. I'd accept Judas over Apocalypse. We all know this. I knew no, you're, that was I just your gonna, life. I knew you were going to say life. I knew it was coming. Yeah, well, it's because life to me still is their most like Metallica esque song that they've written since the first four albums. Even off of anything off of Hardwired, I would still say that was just your life is like the most classic, quote unquote, Metallica sounding song in the modern Metallica era better than Atlas. Yes, because Atlas doesn't... <clears throat> to me, Atlas doesn't sound like something that would have come off one of the first four albums. I could have seen That Was oh, okay. Just Your Life on Injustice for All. I see what you're saying. 
that's what I mean. Just like that classic Metallica formula, you know, and just everything about it. To me, that screams the most classic sound. Agreed. If you will. Sorry, my buddy just texted me asking me if I was flying any illegals to Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> he said, why? Do you need me to? <laughs> what some, do you got? Is there some open time I can pick up for time and a half? <laughs> and just like that, Shane had to go because he has to go work. He has to go be important. I am on call right now. Can you imagine if if work actually called right now while we're recording? That'd be, that'd be a first. That would be pretty legendary. It could happen. It'd be pretty cool. Well, here, I'll call you and pretend to be your boss. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met my boss, by the way. How cool of a job is that? That's pretty cool. That's almost like my job. I've met, I've seen my boss in two, a little over two years. I've seen my boss like three times. <laughs> Technically, my boss, I've heard put on a presentation and I've seen him in an auditorium, but I haven't met him or talked to him yet. So we're going to try to keep it that way, too. Yeah, my guess is if you're if you're going to talk to the boss, especially at the job that you work at, Not chances are pro- that's probably something didn't go right. I've met the Airbus fleet manager, but I have not met the guy who I te- technically report to, so we're going to keep that trend going. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Maybe maybe the first time I meet him, we should have him on the show. He's going to go, oh, fuck, not this guy again. <laughs> <laughs> Season 10, Jeff and Shane get all the people you never thought you'd hear from on the show that know nothing about Metallica. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get my boss, Shane's boss. So you like flying, so you like driving. Yeah, which one is better and voting for all? Does your boss do any teaching or driving, or he's just the owner just collecting cash? Uh, Well, I have a few bosses, but like the main guy that... I would report to he basically like he takes care of the fleet as far as like the vehicles and does like the training. He well, he's will a fleet do manager, lessons, essentially, just like mine. Okay. Um, he would you know if he has to, you know if there's a shortage of people and he has to jump in and do a lesson, he will do it. But very rarely does he do it. Well, Jeff, it is 2022. There is a shortage of everything. <laughs> there's a shortage of everything. Yeah. <sighs> How did that happen? How did we get here? Well, I know how we got here, but we're not going to talk about that. That's your guy, Shane. Oh, wait, what? No, no. no. <laughs> you take that back, God damn it! <laughs> that was Pizzle's guy. <laughs> Pizzle didn't vote. So there you go. That was his guy. <laughs> Sad but true. Ah. You know he's rolling his eyes right now as he's listening to this episode. Mm-hmm. He just got in the Ram, getting ready to go pick up like a Powerade at Holiday as he's listening. A Powerade? <laughs> I guarantee it. That's his daily routine. <laughs> this is what he does. He wakes up, gets in the Ram, goes and gets a Powerade, and comes back home. Daily routine. <laughs> Absolutely. Since we haven't uh, spoken since uh, two weeks ago, yeah, we're a little late to the party on this. Did you watch Lars Rock and Wembley at the Taylor Hawkins tribute? I did. I did. That was, it was a good show. I really liked the fact that. a long show. It was long, but would you expect anything less? I mean, especially coming from the Foo Fighters. And it's going to be in LA in a couple weeks for part two. Remember these? Oh, double bubble, dude. Remember that OG rapping? Just picked up a bag today. It's my new, it's my new meal. That's good. Well, you better pop a piece in because hold I on, let's did. see where we're at. 
35 minutes and 55 seconds. So at 36 minutes, it's going to be out of flavor. <laughs> 35, 58 right now. Let's oh, see there we go. And it's out of, it's, we're, we're at 36. It's out of flavor now. <laughs> Hold on. You can hear the flavor leaving. Stand by. <laughs> and it's gone. Yeah, you're going to text me some of that, the smell of that bubble gum or what? Smell text. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, well, you better hit up Elon. Tell him your idea. Only aliens like Elon and Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg can do that shit. If the FBI can raid Mar-a-Lago, you're going to be able to text smell soon. Trust me. Anything's possible these days. (laughs) Anything. (laughs) You know, you live down by there. Why haven't you gone down to Mar-a-Lago yet? (laughs) I've I've driven by there. I know right where it is. Oh, really? Real small shack. How far away is it from you? Two hours. Oh, it's not bad. That's on the east coast of Florida. I'm on the... Southwest corner. You got to go over the Everglades and the alligators to get over to uh, to Don's house. To Donnie's house. Very close. But it's from that hard rock in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, is he? Very close. Aren't they playing there again? As far as I know, yeah, but it hasn't been announced. Huh. That's really I, I swear Please. to God they're going to play there before the end of 22 i swear to god it's so weird that they would go back there <sighs> i'd go back somewhere for a couple mil <laughs> well, i'm sure the yeah obviously the money is there but that that Fuck, setting like, is get, so weird we can hardly get y'all to play songs we want to hear in the set list and now you're going to play the same venue basically twice in a year almost <laughs> that was bizarre that's where jeff little and i sat up in the nosebleeds and just chilled for the night it was like a change of pace yeah, isn't that where Trivium opened? Yes, and they killed it. be interesting to see who they have opening again or if they're going to bring Greta and Ice Nine for oh, that please deal. Please don't. Please don't. I, I think Greta and Ice Nine, <clears throat> they had a good run. I think it's time to move on from those two and let's get someone else in there. Me and Jeff Little had a great night. It was so nice to just have your own seat with, like, like you know, Nice cushion and armrest, and you could just sit there with your beer and your popcorn. It was like you're at the movies. I was going to say, did you get some popcorn? And Dude, I rocked and... like two jugs of popcorn that were, you know, like $49, and I had a $29 beer. <laughs> Shane's like, I got a popcorn and a beer, $150. <laughs> this hockey puck, 50 buck. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. <laughs> that was a great show. That, I think I I think I FaceTimed you that night during Blackened. Yes. Yep. Oh, Jeff, I have a song for you. And to, I think a lot of people's surprise, it didn't look, it didn't look packed like most of their shows. It was, I mean, weird, I, and I'm was, not saying it wasn't a lot of people there, but it definitely didn't look. It was weird. Yeah, it seems it's. But if they come back, which I promise you they're coming back, I swear to God, off the news I have, they're is it a hotel back. or a casino? Both. It's a resort. Did, so did they play like their casino stage? Yes. Yeah, so that's just weird. Like, what the fuck? Metallica's turning into a casino band? Next thing you know, they're going to be at Turtle Lake. Yeah, or the Minnesota State Fair. I mean, this, at least the Minnesota State Fair can hold enough people for them. This place was deceiving. Like, you and I are used to playing casinos, but this stage was a fucking, like, an arena. Yeah, I don't know if we ever got into some casinos that big. We played some pretty damn big casinos, though. The flavor on the double bubble is about expired, by the way, and we're at 39.40 and change. What a shame. Good thing you bought a whole bag. You need to you go you gotta go to the old candy shops where you 
Oh, dude, you got the big ass bag. Look I at that. The big bag. How many pieces are in here? It's a pound. <laughs> a pound of double bubble has lasted less than a week. Hold on. Peanut free, gluten free packaging. Yeah, I don't give a shit about that. You got to find the sugar free stuff, man. That sugar will kill you. I haven't it had sugar in. It doesn't say how much is in here. Very disappointing in the double bubble. Uh, America's original double bubble, by the way. Original. I'm going to go with that Hard Rock show because it's only two hours from me and I can be in my own bed the same night. That's that's the sign of making it. That's the sign of making it. That is a sign of making it. Your car can drive you there and back. You can have some beers. Don't even have to worry about it and you're good to go. The car can make it. You got to charge a little before you turn around. So there was actually a Tesla charger in the parking ramp. So a triple win kind of show for me. There you go. If you live in California, you're going to need an all-electric car by 2035, even though the electrical grid can't handle it. So good luck. <laughs> yeah, of course it can't. Yeah, all the power in LA is going to get shut down. You're going to see it. it's like they're going to implement this, and then five months into it, all of a sudden, bam, it's going to be just fucking rolling blackouts throughout California on the coast. I like when they say brownouts. When they say brownouts, I picture something totally different than electricity. A brownout? Yeah, I picture like the sewer backing up. What, who calls it a wait? Is this a real thing? No, I'm serious. There's brownouts and blackouts. What's the difference? Right now, as we record this on the spot, I have no idea. Wow. Right. I mean, I know whiteout is when it snows really heavy. Oh, we're used to that traveling through the Dakotas and Minnesota in January. Fucking right. <laughs> uh, what did you think of Taylor's kid playing drums? It was hard not to get a little choked up. That was powerful. It was really powerful. And he did a good job, too. Like, the I little motherfucker can jam. I didn't know he was that good. Like he can he can jam and it was a very fitting song, my hero having him play that so yes he did awesome he's more it, talented it, it, than Caster Hetfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what what do you think of uh, his his whole deal the with Bastardane? Um, yeah, Taylor's kid is talented. <laughs> That's all he has to say about it. Yeah, Taylor's kid is talented. I'm not gonna shit on anyone, but yeah. Taipei Houston has three singles out now. Yeah, but they're trying to be like a, and it doesn't Royal surprise Blood. me because it's yeah, it's like they're trying to be like that hipster like art rock. Like I don't know, and it's just and, some. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it too. But of course, Lars's kid would be into like some like I just want to see like come on, just be in a thrash metal band. Let's see what you got here, or fucking be a a, a rapper. Then just go completely opposite. Just leave the genre. <laughs> And fucking be like little thug money juice, you know what I mean? But... <laughs> juice jaw roll, take two. Yeah, exactly. But oh man, and then and then you got Hetfield's kid, who's they're like I don't know, doom metal type, noisy rock. Like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's doom, all right, in my mind. James does like doom music. He likes down and trouble and all that stuff. So. I give, I give the Taipei boys uh, credit. Is it my go-to thing to listen to? No. But when you can make that sound as a two-piece, I give you credit. I give anybody credit Do if I you can make it? a big sound with two. Sometimes, but band that we talked about earlier, not really digging that. Yeah, Just my well. opinion. It's 22. You can have opinions, you know, Jeff. Uh, correction. It's 22. You can't have opinions. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm still trying to have free speech before it's gone. I just spit out everyone, my bubble. Everyone says that, you know, 
especially with social media and these podcasts and just everything, you know, information is so on demand and readily available and, you know, gives people that don't have the voice, the voice to be heard. Well, you know what? Sometimes maybe your fucking voice doesn't need to be heard. Maybe my, my voice doesn't need to be heard. And if that's the case, then just shut this episode off. Just shut, shut her down. down. Shut her but down, if, boys. But your only source of news these days should be in podcast for all because we cover it all. We cover it all. And, and it's for all. It's for all. And we're always right. It ain't we, easy being cheesy. No. What were we talking about? We were talking about Taylor. uh, Taylor's son being better than James's son. <laughs> <laughs> And he's much younger. And that's that. The moment during that concert, did you see when they were doing times like these and Dave Grohl like mm-hmm. stopped while he was singing it and he started mm-hmm. like he really lost it. It's like, I watched the whole thing. Fuck. That is, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine losing a band member and then getting up there and doing that in front of so many people. Uh, he's lost two band members now in his lifetime. Oh, well, Yeah. But so he didn't a, he didn't continue on without old Curdy boy. Right. Double whammy. But we've, we've talked I'm, about this before. Do they continue or are they done? I'm pretty sure they're gonna continue on. I think they're gonna get a new drummer. I think Foo is gonna keep going. They haven't called me yet though, so we're kinda wasting wasting years here. So if Foo Fighters, if Dave Grohl called you yes. with this fancy new job that you just got, would you quit it tomorrow to go be Foo Fighters drummer? I would <laughs> I would have stipulations for David. For David. Yes. Dave, I know I know I'm the guy. I know uh, give me a month to get my chops up. I know I'm 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 your guy. But we're going to start opening with Blackened and closing with Breadfan. Oh my god. Yep. Cuz I do recall at one point, you know, there's some bands that you said you would never want to drum for cuz you simply don't like them. It doesn't matter how much the money was. Like I'm pretty sure when we were on tour once you said it doesn't True. matter if I was getting paid a million a show, I would never be in Slipknot. <laughs> don't like that band <laughs> well <clears throat> you probably wouldn't enjoy playing drums for them either i just i feel like I feel like weinberg is a, he gets a little bit tired by the end of the night weinberg is on the planet of more incredible than most humans yeah god that guy's so good and so was joey so- but that <sighs> i just can't get on the whole bandwagon of nine members and clowns fucking banging kegs together for two hours a night Hey, it's no different than fucking uh, Tom Morello, you know, scratching some vinyl on his strings. <laughs> Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Corey and Weinberg are amazing. The rest of them fuck up the whole talent of that whole oh band. Oh, my God. It's terrible. Mick and Jim Root do not fuck anything up. Don't even know their names because it's that bad. That just sounded like Pizzle, by the way. <laughs> Uh, who who was it that we asked if he knew? We asked him. We asked him if he knew who Clint Lowry was. He goes, "Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Terrible." Do you know who LeJohn Witherspoon is? <laughs> I've heard of him. He had no idea. I would join the Foo Fighters for free before I joined Slipknot for Mega Bucks. For Mega Bucks, how Mega about Mega millions. Dave? <clears throat> I could go play Mega Death right now. Yeah, right, dude. Sure. Yep. You you would go be in a band with with Mega Dave? Yeah, just to get him on the podcast. <laughs> No, All right, I don't Dave. Wanna, I'm your. Guy. I don't want to talk Metallica with Dave. <laughs> All right, Dave. I'm your guy, but you need to start telling the truth. <laughs> Dave, listen. We want you on this Metallica podcast, but by 
no reasons at all. We don't want to hear anything about Metallica. So talk about anything but that. You don't you're not allowed to talk about that here on our podcast. I need a couple months to get my chops up to uh Nick Menza speed, but it is very doable. Fair enough. Fair enough. I would definitely playing guitar not want to be in Megadeth. Uh Dave, we're not gonna play anything off of Risk. We're gonna play a ton off of Cryptic and Rust, and that's our set list. Dave, I want to play the solos from Risk. I want to play Rust in its entirety. Symphony we can cover most, and I want to play all of Cryptic, and that's a hell of a set list. Uh, Countdown to Extinction. That's like Watch the, the needle use the man. I like this song. Jeez. You got to admit, you got to play She-Wolf nightly. Yeah, but you got to do it the fucking Rude Awakening version with Al Petrelli. That's fine. I'm not Al. I'm Nick. Yeah, I gotta be Al. That sucks. Or I'm, or I'm Jimmy DeGrasso. Yeah, Jimmy. There's there's some shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. Still my favorite drummer they ever had. And people will say I'm crazy because I'll be like, how could you disrespect Nick Menza like that? But that's all right. But Jimmy ul- was my favorite. The ultimate gig is if Axel called me. I am ready that's the- right now to get on that drum kit for a stadium show tonight. No problem. No Axel rehearsal, calls a, all cues, good to go as we speak. Within five minutes' time, yep. Axel calls you. Yep. James calls you. What band are you going to go do a uh, full tour with? Well, we know that answer. <laughs> He's like, yeah, duh, dude. He's like, I'm going with Slash a Snake Pit. <laughs> I saw them in 2001 at the at the Quest, no longer open in Minneapolis. Oh, yes, I remember the quest. Great show. Yeah, I always, I always wanted to see them, too. I think my parents saw them open for ACDC at Target Center. And I met Slash that night. I was in high school. Dude, that's so cool. Was I liked tip. Slash the Snake Pit. There were some really good jams on both those records that they put out. I liked Velvet Revolver, too. I thought they were one of the better super groups that had come out. You know, because sometimes, you know, those, those, those super groups can be a little bit iffy. And I am glad, yes. even though I wish that I we would have heard a little bit more from the other members of Metallica outside of Metallica. I am glad that they didn't go to a super group because sometimes it can no. be really hit and miss. Sometimes it can be fucking great. You asked if Axel and James called within five minutes of each other, I would take the guns and roses gig because that is more a uh, realistic opportunity that could happen someday. Wait, let's face it. Is Lars going to let anyone fill in for him for a whole tour or even a week? I doubt it. Yeah, but who's more likely to fall out of a tour getting in uh, Guns N' Roses? They just replace people, so I, I guess. But yeah, there's, a, there's, there's a better chance of getting the GNR gig. Yeah, but you know uh, you know Lars. He knows you. You just call him up. Say, Lars, I know where you live. <laughs> Bro, here's the deal. You know what I'm capable of. I'm your fucking guy. Yeah, we've jammed before. Don't you remember? Yeah, dude. I already filled on. in for you. August 16th, 04. Let's do this again. Take two. Take two. And by the way, Lars, let me get that fucking footage. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Maybe that's coming out in the St. Anger box set, that tour footage from those screens up top. Think about it. There's got to be. How do they? How is it that they have footage from every tour but St. Anger? Like St. Anger, I feel like there's barely any footage from that tour compared to every other tour. Oh, we've got we've got all these fucking concerts filmed from the 80s and 90s when you had to you know have a full film crew. But no, early 2000s. Sorry. In the Nobody digital likes age, we have nothing. But for the Black Album box set, we have about 300 shows you never knew that we had. 
Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, where is that footage? Mm-hmm. There, it, it exists. It, there is it, that footage. And they did that. Like, they would bring people up to do that. So you would think that that is something that, you know what I mean? Like, they want to sh- I'm just so baffled. Hey, when you have the entire show with John Marshall on rhythm guitar, you have to have the footage of Shane Obershawn drums. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's, that's my point. <laughs> Remember that thing like oh a half a year ago when every Saturday they had a black album show and they did have the full John Marshall set? Yep. If they got Johnny, there's room for Shane. There's definitely room for Shane. I'm ready. But call Axel first. They said sorry, sorry, Shane. We decided on this tour that uh it was gonna be too expensive to have MP3s and video, so we just opted for the Metallica Live MP3s. <laughs> Hope you enjoy, bud. This digital shit's getting expensive, so you only get one. <laughs> you get your choice. It's one or the other. I'd be ready to go, but we gotta open with bread fan. That's non negotiable. You know, nowadays, as much as I don't I'd be okay with them opening up with bread fan at this current juncture, you know wow, what I mean? Listen at this to t- you. Well, it'd be something a little bit different. Are you on new medication? Well, I like I don't take medication. Okay, it's a, oh, how's that diet going? By the way, it's going great. I'm gonna That's make. I'm happened. gonna. I'm gonna roast up some bone marrow here in a minute when we're done. A month ago, you hated bread fan as an opener. Now you're loving it. Something's changed with you. It's like you've been vaccinated. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh boy, here comes the hate mail. They're like, oh my god. He is going to get everybody sick. You're so irresponsible. They are reckless. <laughs> They're reckless. No pokes, no masks. What the fuck? Just me and the headlines is all we care about. Yeah, not watch. That's what we're going to. We're going to fucking make the headlines. APFA, that anti-vax podcast. Shane, you're drumming for one night. Here's the set list and deal with it. I would say I'm okay with that. I'm okay with playing whiskey in the jar and battery. Yeah, I'd be okay with playing battery. It'd be interesting to play battery the correct way. Uh, James, Rob and I want to play the uh, Freight Ends and the Justice Medley in the same set. Your thoughts? Rob says, I have no opinion here. Keep me out of it. Just keep paying me, boys. Wah! Wah! He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't wrap me up into this. I just got tenure with this job. (laughs) (laughs) I'm secure now. I'm a union member. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a union member of Metallica. He's this, like, they just started giving me benefits. I just got dental coverage last week. <laughs> see this root canal? 50 bucks. You're right. 50 bucks. Do you see these veneers? Yeah, exactly. I, I do have one more thing during this rebel of babble on. I like that. Babble on. I like it. I got one more thing to shit on. All right. Another version or quote unquote batch of whiskey is available. Oh, and it sounds... Sounds and it's limited. Some other distiller's name who's friends with Rob Dietrich. I don't I don't I don't get this. I'm whiskeyed out. I'm blackened out, to be honest with you. I only drink tequila, so I don't drink whiskey as is anymore. Like so. how many batches in Rye the Lightning do we need? They're gonna say, Hey, hurry up now, get your limited batch. It's only available for the next 20 years. Oh, I'm laying down. Super, I'm so exhausted. Super limited. It's going to be like when we played that fucking, that random festival and they kept saying, get your 50-50 tickets. That's what they're, <laughs> that's what they're doing here with the blackened. Get your saying, 50-50 tickets. Get your 50-50 blackened. It's only available for three decades, limited time only. 
we've got batches what 81 through 130 now we have you know rye the lightning we got special unlimited this we got special limited this we got unlimited this we've got a new series of unlimited this it's like just it's getting stupid i'm sorry but it is wait until they come out with another new limited beer (gasps) that i'd be okay with because it's not version fucking 831 of the same thing so maybe oh, you've got they have... Enter Night Part 2? Cool. At least it's not Black and Part 832. Hey, clearly they just have Gene Simmons working for them because he's saying, listen here, motherfuckers, you guys want to make money? Keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. Oh, by you the way, you the might trigger. as well sell some... Air... <laughs> pull, pull, pull out some fucking air guitar strings too while you're at it, boys. That was just genius marketing. I'm just getting sick of the 40 different batches. I agree. It's a, it's a Love gun. Yeah, well, you know, inflation the last couple of years, so they need to keep that uh, gravy train rolling because you know the boys are hurting. Yeah, that's that's true. They're trying to make up for lost profits, not the band. Yeah, James can't afford bacon, everybody. So buy some blackened. All these prices at the grocery store are killing me. He said, "Why do you think I moved and now I shoot my own pigs?" I feel like singing. Give me a song. Since I'm Feels, laying down in well, my crash pad bunker bed now, I'm comfortable. This is the way to record. That is the way to record. Uh, well, you've been talking in the Dave voice, so it's going to have to be something Megadeth. How about... Oh, God. Whew. I'm better at doing drum beats, not the vocals for Mega. Hey, you wanted to sing. All, All right, what do you got? Then sing some Axel. Let's see what you got. You can pick the song. <clears throat> Just no November rain. I Fuck some, that song. I need some pepperoni no patience. my little throat. Um, I want to hear Out to Get Me. My Michelle. <laughs> Mr. Brownstone. Daddy's watching porno now that mommy's underground. <laughs> Used to love her heroin. <laughs> oh, bud. They can't catch me. I'm fucking innocent. Oh, that was good. There, there we go. go. Sh- Shana Roki's in full effect. I gotta sit up for that. I went a little bit. I, I went. I tried to hit the high note there. That's They're fine. out to get me. They can't catch me. I'm fucking innocent. There we go. I give myself about a seven on that. <clears throat> they won't break me. He says, he says, I give myself a seven. The listeners are going, yeah, seven out of a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking easy. <laughs> I, can, oh, I, I, can, I can do the interlude to Rocket Queen. Oh, 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 God. Oh, boy, and that's where everyone said, and we're signing off. I thought this was a family program. But anything goes tonight. Why? What was anything it? Anything goes, great song. What was it with Axel and the way he sang, you know? If you talked the way he, say, he said words, like imagine. Tonight. Imagine knocking on heaven's door. You're just, you're walking through and you're like, hey, hold on. Let me get the doll wall for you. <laughs> You've said that before. I knew you were going to say door. <laughs> What's a dawow? wow? What's a dawow? wow? <laughs> oh, any chance I can bring that up? I love it because it still cracks me up. Bob Guccini Jr. at Krang. <laughs> 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 you be ripping off. 
what you'd be ripping off the kids that's been paying their hard-earned money to read about the bands they want to know about, printing lies, starting controversy. You want to antagonize me? Antagonize me, you motherfucker. Get in the ring, motherfucker, and I'll kick your bitchy little ass. Punk. Punk. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the greatest rants on a record of all time. Oh, for sure. Fucking get in the ring. That's a good song if if you take the silly stuff out of it. That bluesy riff. You know, it was just shit. I was just thinking about it. Like, where do you think bands like Guns and Skid Row would have been had they not went the directions they were like had guns stuck together, you know, throughout all that shit, original lineup, Axel and Slash, you know, they could have got along or Sebastian Sane and Skid Row. It makes right. you wonder. Makes you wonder. It's like, do you think Sebastian looks back at it now and goes, God damn it, I really fucked the pooch on that one. Yeah. But it's funny, when I think of Skid Row, they're nowhere near where Guns N' Roses were. No, but when Skid Row was at their peak, I mean, they were... They played, I mean, dude, they played Wembley. Yeah, I know, but I don't... When I think of Skid Row, I don't... Sadly, because of what's happened to them since the early 90s, I don't picture them on that scale of even being in an arena you're like oh you're a station four band they're like a roy wilkins kind of eight nine thousand seater setup and that's it wow you're you're giving them props from roy wilkins i said station motherfucking four i'm talking about like you know what skid row would not be playing no eight nine thousand person venue nowadays i bet you they play places smaller than first have on a nightly basis i'm talking about like before Oh, before. Okay. I've never pictured them as a big stadium band, really. Arenas? Yes. Even though there's a lot of there's a lot of videos of them playing in some pretty pretty big places. I know, but it's just how I picture them. There was a lot of those bands though that if you think about it and you look at it, you know, it's hard to think about them being in these arenas or stadiums, you know, whether it's Dawkin or fucking Rat. Rattlesnake Shake. I mean Dawkin and Rat both had some great fucking jams some great cuts but if if skid row to stay together i still don't see them being like where they'd be today current age i don't even know what i'm trying to say but i'm not picturing it's because them ban- being that big it's because for the most part most bands through the 80s didn't make it through the 90s and the ones that did i.e guns and roses metallica bon jovi etc Obviously, did something right, and that's why they still play stadiums and arenas. Immigrants and faggots, they make no sense to me. Imagine that song. so many red. Imagine that song coming disease. out in 2022. I'm trying to think of one more song to sing for you before we wrap this up. Mm. This Rebel of Babel on, on the cheeseburgers. On the cheeseburgers. You know, listen, since Shane has been gracious enough to give us Shane Aroki week after week. I want you guys to write in at podcastforall at gmail.com and start sending requests of what you would like to hear from Shane week after week. We might get some, you know, Shania Twain. Maybe we'll get some Cher. Maybe we'll even get some Celine Dion. Union went on strike. He's down on his luck for love. You sound just, just you sound like John. Actually, I sound better than John because John's not sounding good lately. Yeah, John should probably do a couple more vocal. This is my unplugged version. <clears throat> We've got to hold on 
what we've got doesn't even matter if Jeff gets wetted or not. <laughs> He's got APFA, and that's all right for the future. For the future. We'll give it a shot. Hey, well, if you guys want APFA to continue, better start boosting them numbers up because me and Shane need to make a living over here. Just think, season 10, one of those episodes is going to be live from Hilton Head Island. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. You think I'm fucking playing, bro? It'll be live from Hilton Head Island with Shane. You have no idea what's in store for your wedding weekend when I show up there. Oh, my goodness. I might not show up now. And I'm not arriving via car. Uh, A new Cessna in my life is going to be going from Southwest Florida to Savannah. Huh. Actually, Hilton Head has an airport. To Sav, huh? HHH. HHH, yep, Triple H. I'll be arriving via Cessna style, probably buzzing the wedding. All right, well, we'll have to go out for, we'll have to do a little GTA and go out for a flyby right over. I got plans for that million dollar wedding and ate on sandwiches. Well, good, because I don't think we're eating sandwiches. So lucky for you. <laughs> yeah, what's on, the me- what's on the menu, by the way? A charcuterie board? Yeah, charcuterie board and, um, you know, uh, some. Blazing buzzard buttocks, buttocks. <laughs> Something tells me it will be a seafood kind of menu. A little uh, bit of both. It's not, you know. Will there be double bubble? I'll make sure. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go to the candy shop. And okay. I'm gonna get you that like foot long double bubble. The one pound bag. No, you're getting the big old stick that's as hard as a rock. You're okay. supposed to be able to bite it, but it's just a rock. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know they had gobstoppers and gum these days. Yeah, right. Oh, and this is it's a piece of concrete. Right on. I guess I'll suck on my gum. <laughs> I'll be ready. You have no idea what's in store for your wedding. I can't wait. Oh, boy. I'm going to give a toast, and I'm going to go around recording people. Oh, my goodness. I know. Just everyone. Think, just think what that episode's going to add up to. Just think, everyone. Who would have thought that I wouldn't have made it to season 10, because this is my last episode with Afra. <laughs> Thank you, and good night. Someone just texted me a meme. You know who this guy is. He's the uh, host of Survivor. Yeah. And it says, last night on a historic episode of Survivor, 50 people were voted off of Martha's Vineyard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That's Oh, my God. We're going to get canceled for this episode. Rebel of Babylon. This was all your idea, so if it goes south, it's, it's been fun. It's never, it's never been my idea. I'm just the co-host. And Moscow 91 coming to a commentary theater near you soon. Commentary theater, yeah. Maybe we should do like we should do a live and just let people, or they can text while they're watching with us. Yeah, Moscow, we having some fun today. Do, 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 do. Bob text, absolutely not. You fucking know it. I'm not having fun. Not right now. You know, Mike I, Mueller, I comment... get your VCR out. We're watching Moscow. Speaking of Bob. I noticed he goes and sees a lot of movies. And the other day I commented on, on one of his posts and I'm like, damn, Bob, do you ever work? Bob O'Rourke? Never heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. Never heard of him, but he goes to a lot of movies. Good for him. I wish I haven't gone to a movie theater in years. I want to go. I missed out on Top Gun. I was going to say the last thing I went to was Top Gun and before that was Ghostbusters. Yeah, dude, I'm missing out. I fucking love movies and I don't go see movies in theaters. I live the typical 2022 life where I wait for him to come out on fucking streaming mm-hmm. digital and then face plant. 
I use that emoji a lot. I love that emoji. It's great. You can use it for almost anything. That or, you know, like the rolling your eyes emoji one. True. It's a good one. Because I roll my eyes out a lot. I miss the pistol. Now it's a fucking squirt gun. That's all right. I hate it. I want a, I want a fucking 9 millimeter. No, I just pretend that that squirt gun's filled up with cat piss. <laughs> Say, bam, just shot you cat piss, motherfucker. I miss my Glock. I like the Glock. Season 9, dude. We've talked about a lot this season. I, I, there's so much I can't even start to think about it. I can't even start to think about it. <laughs> we oh, talked good... about a lot. Everything from Seattle to fucking Guitar Hero art to everyone that's been on. I've had fun. It's been a good episode, Rebel of Babble On, and we will babble on another night. Instead of the Minnesota goodbye, it's just we end with that and it's end of recording. Yeah, I think that's a great <laughs> idea. This conversation we're having right now, people are still listening. It's like a plane crash. The usual last words on the cockpit voice recorder are, oh, shit, and then it says, end of recording. Oh, shit. Boom. Nope, not even a boom. Just end of recording. Oh, <laughs> mm. uh, people, nice I, hope you're, I hope you're feeling good about flying now. Oh, I'm a, shit. I'm arriving in Hilton Head via the Cessna. I want to look like a fucking baller on that island. And hopefully the limo driver's holding the sign that says, Jeff Winslow's wedding. Yeah, right the limo way. driver. Right this right way. This way. Yeah, can you have a car waiting for me? That'll be on my rider. Hey, red carpet. Fucking, he wants caviar and fucking. I want Ferris Bueller's champagne. red type Ferrari picking me up at the airport. Plain the side. 250. Plain side. <laughs> yes. Not at the terminal. Plain side. It was actually his buddy Cameron's dad's. I'm sorry. Ferrari. Well, it was his fault he didn't lock the garage today. It was. <laughs> I was just about to. <laughs> and he wipes it with a diaper. <laughs> when... When Morris gets home, him and I are going to have a little chat. <laughs> I love that movie. Alan Ruck, I believe, is the guy that plays Cameron. When your old man's name is Morris, you know you're in deep shit. Uh, yeah, that's old school. It's like your dad's name being Walt. Yeah, that, that means you are going to get an ass beating after school. It's like Wyatt Earp coming to whoop your ass. When Morris gets home, him and Apfa are going to have a little chat. Morris Chestnut. You know the house is real with all that glass in Chicago? Terrible yeah. home to build in Illinois with cold climates. Yeah, imagine what that's like to heat in the... Well, the, nowadays they got that... They probably got some fancy glass up in that shit, but glass back garage. in the 80s. Oh, man. What else you got? I don't know. I'm hungry. Me too. I got double bubble. Should I swallow gonna, a pound of double bubble? should chew all, the whole bag in one... Make a video. One city. Instead a TikTok of, video. Yeah, instead of counting to 50,000, just a whole pound, just one <laughs> one piece at a time. Just keep going and going and one going. One bubble and at going. a time. <laughs> Up your ass. It's been fun, dude. It's been a good one. What was that? that I heard was, that. That was my one of my daughters. They're... Dude, that was like a horror movie screen. That was amazing timing. It was a good time. That was, they, and it was nothing bad. They're playing, but that means it's... <laughs> That means oh, I've been doing this. like Axel. Exactly. That yeah. just means I've been doing this podcast long enough now, and I need to go make sure my house is still You're clean. You're killing each other. you got to clean up the blood before Amanda gets home. <laughs> right. <laughs> season 9, episode 13. I will see you next week for season 10 with a couple new segments. Raj, sounds good, man. We'll see you then. Go study your Moscow material for the meantime. I do my homework. All right, man. I'll check you later. Check you later. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Later. All right, have a good week. Next week. All right, and bye. Until next time. Later, dude. <laughs> bye. 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 And bye. 
by Pizzle. <laughs>
Morris comes home, you know, I'll just have a little chat.